Yes, sir. Welcome to We the Villains Podcast. And this popped up when I went to start to record on this episode today. I think uh, they might have got their music shit right with Anchor now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because they just popped this thing up talking about music plus talk now. Um, So it's like when you add music, just like I used to do, it's kind of, mm-hmm. so I guess it'll work now. Um, it's, Oh, it's weird. Uh, Something we can toss out another time. Yeah, I'll have to figure that out, out later. But welcome to We the Thumbs Podcast. Your boy Dax Curve. Another lovely Saturday. We're just gonna wing it today. So, fucking love wings. Uh, I love wings. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good show today. It's gonna be a really good show today. And one of my coworkers today, who I go to Wawa with on Saturdays, like today. So I could play the clip that was like an outtake from Eastbound, that show with fucking Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. Well, Will Will Flair, Will Ferrell, yeah, was on it, but he was playing a character that looked like Ric Flair. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but except when he was, <laughs> except when he was talking, he had like the Southern drawl though, and it's Will Ferrell, like it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go figure out the episode that that's on and just watch that one. (laughs) And it had fucking Craig Robinson right by him. And the whole outtakes was just both him and Danny McBride just fucking laughing at Will Ferrell because they just couldn't handle this gimmick that he was, this character he was pulling off. Sorry. I know it's I I've I've tried to watch that show a few times, man. Like, I, Danny McBride is funny as fuck to me. Um, I love Craig Robinson. That show's that. different, but that show is a little different, bro. Like that, I was, <laughs> it was, I, 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 I didn't, I wasn't Rogan able to sustain he, watching it. It's not the the Pineapple Express humor that I was used to. <laughs> well. <laughs> you ever watch oh, what's man. the name of that one show uh that had craig robinson in it was it like a warehouse or something like that i can't fucking remember what it's oh, called it's- oh, they might have did it they might have did a spinoff from the office because he was in the office they just worked in the warehouse part I think that's what it was, actually. Yeah. Was it Parks of Recreation? No. No, I think it was. I think it was the warehouse for some reason. I think that's what it's actually called, Parks and Recs. I think it was a show. It might be then, because it's funny because it was the famous episode of the the Office Workers versus the Warehouse Workers on the Office. Craig Robinson was in it because he was in the warehouse work. He goes, <laughs> he started laughing. He goes, "Look, y'all motherfucking coming down here." This motherfucker. I'm trying to figure out how this motherfucker turned into Shaquille O'Neal because every time I look around, this motherfucker on a new commercial. Yo, everything. But he makes me want that fucking damn pizza from Pizza Hut, though. Hey, nobody out pizzas the hut. Hey, that fucking that spicy pizza or whatever. Me and wifey be wanting to try that shit every time we see that commercial, which we'll probably see. Just the thought of spicy pizza makes me feel like I need to eat half this bottle of Rolaids, okay? Oh. <laughs> I get heart I get heartburn from pizza by itself. Don't give me a spicy one. 
Even though I do like occasionally like jalapenos on my pizza. Or any type of fucking pasta sauce or tomato sauce, boy. You better just give girls some stuff. <laughs> Bro. It's age shit, acid reflux, and all this dumbass. <laughs> I should get a little. Oh, damn. I hit this bong at 420 and I wasn't even planning on it. Oh, fuck. Nice. Sorry. I'm, I'm I looked down and seen 428 and I was like, damn, I must have hit it on 420. I'll make the 440 so I'll double hit. No, they can't let you hit alone. Everybody hit the bomb with us. Get me all. Get a bomb. Get that along. Oh, man. God, dude, if I hit a bomb. I would fucking yeah, it's a great song. If if I hit a bong right now, I would fucking <laughs> whole fucking long out. <sighs> I blow my shit all the fuck up. I've <sighs> been hitting it real gingerly. Man, there's times where the fucking pin will catch me, boy, because I hit that shit too hard, and I'm like, hey, <clears throat> just mm. like that. Yeah, look here, I don't give a fuck, man. Whoever fucking started growing and making the fucking ice cream cake, keep doing what the fuck y'all doing out there. Because <laughs> fuck. It's just good fuck. Whoever did that, they just figured that shit out. Like the right the right strains to put together to create that. That's a good ass strain. Like honestly, dude, I've been on this shit for like a month straight. And I don't even care. I'm not even out. Like I'm, I ain't never had that. Besides platinum, platinum. Um, yeah, like ice cream cake is one of them. I've had a lot of it in the last year, and it doesn't really. Yeah, it don't really. You don't really burn out on it. Um. So yeah, that's good. Those two are two that come to mind when I think of the ones that just you know. A lot of times, if you're smoking the same strain a bunch, you're just gonna burn out on it after a while. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, all the other ones I've had, like, all other strains, if I've had them more than once, like, sour, like, New York Diesel, God, I had that to my granddaddy perp. I got so burnt out on. I had to stop getting that. I had to stop getting a bunch of diesel. Except Lemon Diesel. If Lemon Diesel came around, I would grab Lemon Diesel because that was a good one. Yeah, I got to admit, I'm I'm a big Indica head. and Yeah. Pretty much every time that I've gotten Granddaddy Perp, and I mean they're good, but I've been a little disappointed each time. I don't know. Yeah, like it. It seems to be like like the first batch of Granddaddy Perp I had when I got up here was phenomenal, and then after that, it just it was just mid from there on out. It's like mid, yeah. <laughs> like it's just don't it, it just don't do it. Like it don't it don't. It don't put me. It don't make me feel like I gotta go to sleep. It's, it's like the kinda... nostalgia. The nostalgia act doesn't work no more. That that one needs to retire. Like it's just. Yeah. It's, it's not doing it no more. It's not getting the reaction. It's not putting asses in the seats. <laughs> well, speaking of asses and speaking of Kate, oh that picture oh. of Sasha Banks I seen yesterday. Is it the one that you sent me? Oh uh, yeah, maybe. 
Oh, cause, <laughs> dang, I just had to reel back to reality for a second. Snap um, back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Yeah, I'm not gonna white boy out completely and just sing the whole verse right now. But I hate that shit. That's just going in my head right now. <laughs> it, it, it is, man. It's it's it's. It's, it's one of those verses about, I've heard so much. It's Eminem, man. Like that's yeah. <clears throat> that song to white people. It's like the new Bohemian Rhapsody or some shit. Like white <laughs> people have that shit like in their fucking head. Would lose yeah. yourself. Like it's. It, I almost hate the song because of it. It's the same reason I hate Bohemian Rhapsody. And uh, another one of his that I can fucking sing. It's fucking the way I am. Oh well, that's different. Dude. That song's just dope. That song's fucking great. What a fucking beat. Oh. Yeah, beat so yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat so tough, dude. And it's <laughs> Damn, I might have showed my age right there. I don't think anybody says tough anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that was tough. I was like, that's just tough, dude. Like <laughs> I think I just showed out my little early two thousands or something real quick on that one. But if we want to talk about some shit being tough. Yo, snowfall. Yee. Huh. So you about to mm. run through all the rest of the vowels too? Man went E. Oh. Thought man about to go A. <laughs> <laughs> hey. She about to go through all the vowels, son. Better teach a man how to squabble. <laughs> <laughs> that shit caught me so off guard and is my favorite video clip on Twitter right now. <laughs> Fucking crank the car and teach your man how to squabble. <laughs> After you done know, fucking whoop my man ass, son. <laughs> Yo. When, <laughs> when fucking Trav had that shit on my timeline yesterday, I went back into that scene and bro, that was when that scene happened, I was like well, I knew he was going to snap eventually because this Peaches thing has got him fucked. He's got him fucked it, up, bro. Yeah, he ain't he ain't liking that shit because that's like one of his day ones. That's blood and shit. Like, ah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where, where Peaches is at for real. Like, go figure like, the dude's name. Go figure the new dude's name is Kane. I hated that. I kind of hated <laughs> it too. I'm like, not another one. Bro, this ain't the power universe. I was like, look, man, Come this on one right something, here. man. And this one right here, he ain't gonna do nothing. Because y'all don't understand what y'all done did. Because I remember what Franklin said to Louis and Jerome and them in that in that little meet with Peaches. I think Peaches was there. He goes, Look, because y'all don't understand. I will do what I gotta do. <laughs> like he will he will do what he gotta do to take it. And now y'all done stole his money. Well, see, the thing the thing that he really got to worry about is my man sent them boys, and them boys shot Teddy. Yeah, they fought with the wrong one. They might fuck with the wrong one, son. Well, we see how fucking A. Teddy ain't doing too good right now. Nah, but Teddy got him a little freak bit, son. I wonder if that's happening or is he seeing this in his head? That's it would be wild. Because he's tripping right now. He's tripping. 
he tripping, but yeah, I, I mean, I, but, I, it's, but I think there's a connection with those two or something. He was on a different assignment, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking Pakistan, uh, and um, so that's how he knows her. Because I, I think that's what she is. Because I, I think I remember her saying like she's tired of telling people telling her Paki or whatever or whatever. So I think she's Pakistani, and I think he probably helped her out in it, or they have history on another one of his missions or something. Yeah, or he might have been one that like he might have <laughs> fell for and brought her out of that shit, got her out of there. Either way, she's a little freak, bit son. And it's man, I. The ending of that episode, like, it just, it was almost like through that whole episode with all the shit Franklin was going through, (laughs) Stu was getting so tired, but he was so tired of the shit. That shit was hilarious when the dude went to go fucking. He's like, all right, get the fuck out the car. Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 just. <laughs> Man, I knew he's about to fucking get get another ass whip and then dealt with a tiger. Like, who did this? Like, who? Why is there? It's nineteen eighty six. Why is there a tiger running around L A. and ain't nobody worried about this shit? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they worried about it. I'm I'm wondering. Um, I'm wondering if that's something like they're playing on historical. Like, I wonder if there was a time back in the mid eighties where that happened, where a tiger got loose in California or something. So I'm wondering if they're playing off something that actually happened, but they definitely, otherwise, otherwise where the fuck did goddamn tiger come from? bro? Who wrote this into the script? Yeah, but I just never remember ever here. That must've been, must've been like a real local story type situation and nothing. Well, you gotta figure you wasn't even alive yet. I know, but like this is something. I was like even, one. Even in the late nineties, you would have still been hearing about the fucking tiger. I mean, it's a lot of shit happened over them couple years. You know what I mean? I don't know. Though. I, I, that's, that's just a that's just a thought. When I seen it, I was like, I wonder if yeah, like, like this actually did happen. Yeah, that's the only thing that I was thinking of. But then again, you know, like maybe it escaped a zoo or some shit in real life. I don't know. I'm not positive. I just, I'm just. Maybe something I'll look into if I get bored. Yeah, it was it was very uh it was very different for sure. Um, that I wasn't expecting, but um, made the show a little entertaining, I guess. I'll tell it's you one thing I really like from the last episode that we don't really get a whole lot of in the whole show is I like I like the dynamic that Franklin and Oso have to, when they're around each other. They should be like. I definitely think they're gonna end up becoming real, real tight, especially after this incident. And now that Oso didn't know what Teddy was doing with Franklin right. calling out, like, "So y'all go boys really was spying on me?" And then Oso's like, "Huh? The fuck you mean?" Huh? He's like, "Oh, so you ain't even know? Oh, you really didn't know?" If Franklin is a fucking cerebral, I hate to even say it, but he is a cerebral assassin. Like this dude, he's shout he knows out shit. Yes, shout out for real. Like that shit was crazy because I remember Jerome says like, "Nah, that ain't peaches. That ain't peaches." And then Franklin's like, "There's only one spot to go." 
let's roll. And then they saw all that shit gold, and frankly, only two people know about this spot. But then again, I like see. I see. I don't know if like I wonder where Peaches plays into this because they might have damn shit. They might have been. They might have damn got Peaches hostage or some shit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> like I need to know. There ain't, there ain't a. There's a part of me that <clears throat> I ain't involved in this. The who? The CIA. We think we're gonna try to. Nah. Well, I see. You can't rule it out, right? Because I mean, Teddy did get hit. You can't rule out the um CIA. You can't rule out this bow guy. Who? Um, Bo? Wasn't that his name? That police detective or whatever? Oh, or that, that fucker, yeah. Um, But it's just Maybe. weird, though. It's, it's just very weird. They must have did a good job of casting on that dude because as soon as I seen that dude, I hated that motherfucker. Who's that? Bo. Oh, yeah. Uh, he got... Problem because he on that coke too much. <laughs> that's just well, man. That show is so good, man. It's but it's definitely um. It's got me wondering how this season's gonna end. Sure. I'm sure. I like. I don't even know. It might even be too soon to even try to speculate because. A lot of shit can happen in a, in four episodes. It's true. It's just it definitely took a turning point with the last episode. This part one and part two. It was good. Up, uh, I I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Teach your boy how to squab. <laughs> yeah, it's the best clip in the fucking whole season right there. <laughs> fucking Hello, the car, man. Put, that, put that shit in fucking drive. Teach that man how to squabble. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Good old Uncle Jerome. That's gonna be one death if it ever happens, it'll be a little tough. It it, it seems like they're leading up to it, don't they? I hope that ain't what's about to happen, but yeah, I know. That shit going well because if Jerome once Jerome dies, there is gonna be no relationship between Franklin and Louis no more. Cause he's kind of the only thing holding that together. Cause their whole like even though they're family, but their businesses kind of fell apart. And that because they got different plans. Oh, I know there's about to be some major gang wars going on. Leon's going to have to call up my man again and say, you know what? We do need those fucking weapons after all. Well. Someone else. They fucked up and shot at him, too. Well, yeah, they done fucked up because, see, that's another thing. Like, they do all these. uh, See, that's why I don't rule out the CIA. If the CIA does admit if they want to get in and they want to take out all of all of Teddy make- and all of his contacts and then set up their own shit, uh, like in that way, it's out of you know more, where they're more yeah. hands. I don't know. Like so, yeah, I guess you really can't rule that out. But because here's be, the thing: could just be gang territory wars. 
The thing that throws me, though, as Peaches as the number one suspect to me is the military training or the military experience that he has. What if he's been working the whole time? You know? This could be a mission for him. Could be, but I mean, mean, Peach is also a new king from way back. So, like, I don't know where his loyalties are. Oh, man, it's just... It's just a lot of things that were dropped in that episode with certain people. With Jerome dropping the whole thing, man, I thought, man, this would be something. Since Jerome was the one that was mentioned in the wars, the, the military stuff. And it just like made me wonder, like, hey, what if Peach just had an end game the whole time? But then if he had, you know, knowing connections with that guy that just got out, the OG, then could be that. Maybe that's been the whole setup for day one. Either way, just we'll have to wait and see what's uh Either way, to happen. There's gonna be a lot of bodies dropping. Yeah, and uh, now Franklin, Franklin shit, he yeah. ain't even hit baby mama ain't even gonna be around that much now. Shit. Franklin's about to go psycho. Then you got this whole shit too with his mom and the Cuban dude. Who's also like fed, ain't he? As something, or hit I don't know man. If they ever really said exactly. Yeah, but he's something, right? Yeah, I don't know. At least I assumed he was Cuban. He might not be Cuban. I just still don't that even, because of where she came from. Still don't even know if you know Franklin's dad is really dead. <clears throat> I mean, it really looks like it. It really seems like it, but it's TV. <clears throat> you know the rule. Yeah, if you don't see it. Well, I still ain't ruled out ghosts. <laughs> but <clears throat> if they could bring anybody back, I wish it would be Kanan. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know if fucking the streets could handle a cannon running around there without fucking ghosts. No. It would have been, and, then, and then Tommy in a whole nother state. I mean, they gonna end up crossing paths again. But I hope they end up hooking up, being set a up, team. Set up the pipeline. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I, want, I do wonder if uh, Tommy will ever cross paths with Tariq again. I wonder if he's going to cross paths with Mecca. Mecca before I ate it, son. Well, ain't, well, this is before, right? What is? Ain't this before he even goes to see Tariq? Evidently this... it's not. Oh, so it's not. Yeah, uh, according so I was to, I, I guess, yeah, like, but I don't know, man. The way they did it was just real questionable. But I, I think the I think the show's creator or whatever or whatever. So this um, show started. He left the cemetery, basically. It seems like it, and it, that just didn't make sense to me. But it makes sense because he was heading to Los Angeles. 
I mean, yeah, I get that. But he was also heading to Los Angeles when he first left at the end of power. But where the fuck did he go for all them weeks while I, – I don't know. Like, some of it just don't quite – like, the, the continuity, it just doesn't quite add up to me. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. But, <clears throat> A story loophole there. They just never. I mean, I, I yeah, it just seems weird. And then Tommy's already mentioned the, the whole. Ain't you heard? I'm already dead. Oh, that's right. So like, I, yeah, some of it don't add up to me, but it you know whatever. Wait till Sax finds out Tommy Egan's alive in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be so pissed because he can't do shit about it. Because <laughs> I don't think, yeah, because he's all New York, so I don't think he can do anything about it. Sax from the very beginning been trying to get to Tommy Egan, and never could get him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and then he ends up working for his son. <laughs> Yeah, good shit. Only what three more episodes of Force before the end of the season. Shit, at least I know I can watch that shit through Amazon. That's cheaper than stars. <clears throat> I know. Well, the the worst part about it is I didn't see where like they got an episode tomorrow, but then there ain't one next week. And then, which is fine. It's WrestleMania weekend. I'll have plenty to do. Uh, dude, but then, so and then the last two episodes, and then there's like six months of no power programming. Where's BMF? I don't know. Where's Kanan? Something's like, give me something. For six months? Yes, I don't think this dude's coming back to stars. This dude might open up his own damn streaming service at this point. Call it the Power Network or the Power Universe. As if he could get it. I don't know, like, you know, stars may still have rights, like, rights over the shows that are there. I, like, I really don't know. I think I think 50 Cent just be doing shit to angle for a fatter contract. And they need to give them all the money they can because if we're being real, that's the only reason people buying stars. Trust me, it ain't heels. It's a good show. It ain't, it ain't nothing else on there. Bringing people in like power and BMF. That's it. Yeah, I guess that is technically different. But let me just go fifty shows. Yeah, fifty. Fifty percent of all. That's the only shit people like. It's bringing in a lot of people. They about to see right now. They ain't gonna have nothing for that many months. Wait, wait to see how many people lose that service. Oh yeah, they about to lose a lot of subscribers. And then they'll wait till shit that shit coming back. Okay, then I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do look forward to the next season of Heels. I don't even think I finished the first one. <laughs> I plowed through it, I think, in like a day or two. The only thing that I can like remember right now is when fucking dude pop homie's leg in the fucking ring. That's the last thing I remember you talking about. So yeah, you probably only, you probably got about half a season still. Give or take. 
Yeah. I mean, that's like a very, very last resort board show. Yeah. You got time anyway. Like it's, I know they're filming the new season right now, so it's, it's still a few months out probably. Oh, man. I'm ready for BMF now and fucking power. Ghost. Ready for that. Six months. You mean tell me I ain't going to have nothing until 2023? Shit, like end of this year. Maybe. Like, I think it was six months. I know there's, like, a huge gap of, of, of months. We'll say, we'll we'll say, let's, say, let's say four to six months, then. We'll, we'll treat it like a high ankle injury or something. Sheesh. So, yeah, I'm going to be missing all that shit, man. I'm going to be missing power. Yeah, they ain't going to be nothing, man. Fuck, oh, nah. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna need like I'm gonna need wrestling to come through. And then <clears throat> shit, Snowfall Inc. They got what four more episodes? Six, mm. wait, five. I can't remember. What was last night's fifth or sixth? I have no idea, bro. I can't I tell you off the top of my head. Okay. How many episodes they do? About ten? Usually usually ten, yeah. See, so like, you that shit ain't got but too much. You ain't got much left. And then I don't think there's gonna be that, right many more, that many more episodes of Abbott Elementary. Nah, but at least they got renewed for another season. Of course, that shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> so last night was the sixth, so for Snowfall, so shit, man, it only got four more episodes of that. So in another month. Basically, we'll be uh, done. <laughs> bro, by like middle of April, so I don't have shit to watch. <laughs> For real. So, Getting... Something's going to have to come through. Sheesh. I wish I had some more Abbott, because that show cracks me the fuck up, man. Yeah, not. I've already rewatched it. So I don't need to <laughs> do that again. That show's way too new to be rewatching three times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But the shit is still funny. Oh, it's just funny. It should have cracked me up. Because, <laughs> goddamn, Janine's relationship fucking Miss Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they all just nailed that fucking looking at the camera. <laughs> That's the type of show I feel like I need to be on. <laughs> Every time I, the camera's gonna cut. What the fuck are you I looking at me shit, for? <laughs> I do that shit in real life. Like there's a fucking camera already watching me. I'll fucking look <laughs> off into the air. <laughs> <laughs> fucking janitor oh jeez <laughs> this who rules the world <laughs> it's trash <laughs> 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 oh 
Man, look at Say that it. again. I don't think I heard you, son. <laughs> look at it. I got water all over my trash. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. That one cracked me up, too. <laughs> and man, they tried to throw that thing away all fucking day. <laughs> and man wait. knows he's been doing that shit for so long, bro. That's trash. Handed him. And then we're gonna wait till this fucker put in it. <laughs> what a moron, though. What the fuck you trying to fuck? You know what? I, I wouldn't even throw it away at that point. I would have let his ass throw it away somewhere else. I would have just walked the fuck away at that point, man. I would have seen this dude trying to fucking use it as a flower pot. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. That dude's a little special needs. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, he is. This dude's fucking out there. <laughs> you you touched the lights, didn't you? I told you not. <laughs> Thank God I got my system. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah, I wish there's more of it. That's the only problem when you like when you actually do catch on to a show that's yeah new. Mm-hmm. I like to be able to binge, man. I get wrapped up in some shit that's funny. I won't keep watching. Oh yeah, especially sitcoms, man. You can breeze through those so quick. Yeah, that's even fun. like uh, even like How I Met Your Father, man. I wish the, you know I already wish the next season was out or something. That shit's over already. Yeah, the first season was only 10 episodes. You know, first season got to figure out if it's even going to, you know, if it's uh, even going to hang around and shit. But I, I'm pretty yeah. sure it, did, it got renewed for a season two. And I think it's, uh, I think season two will be, I think they said extended. So it'll be like a more traditional season. Oh, I like more, more episodes and shit like, like that. With like 20 episodes. Yeah, at the very least, give me 16. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, back in the day, it used to be 20, 20 plus, 20 to 24, you know. Ah, the golden age so. of, the golden age of television. <clears throat> Put so, on a season, you got 20-something episodes. That's, man, that's one of the reasons I, like, I got old shows, right, uh, lost before the writer strike. Yeah. It was... It was 20-some-odd episodes. Um, Prison Break. Over 20 episodes a season um, besides season three because of the writer's strike. Um, you know, I'm re-watching Supernatural right now and f- bro, 15 seasons of 20-plus. Only one Look season didn't point. Only one season didn't have 20 episodes and <laughs> you guessed it, the writer's strike. Looking back on it, what the hell was that even about? <laughs> what? The writer's strike. Uh, just like I, I guess, get I don't I don't remember exactly. It was, you know, the whole union that has all the writers together. They they were looking to get paid more or something. It probably had something to do with they wasn't getting paid right. I, I'm really not sure. I just know I was pissed about it back then because ho, ho, what you mean you cutting episodes? What you striking for? Give me my shows. Yo, like it was. It, it would it would piss you off as a fan because especially with a show like Lost, you can't do that. Yeah, like you need the twenty plus episodes to tell you what the hell's going on because you only get 
13, 15 episodes, like... Uh... Well, so, like, if, in a lot of shows, the writer strike hurt a lot of shows. Uh, Heroes was oh, God. Uh, one that it hurt a lot. And, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much on here in case Swag listens later, but because we're going to be watching this soon. <clears throat> Think if season three of Prison Break had a full season with Sona. Bruh. Exactly. We can leave it right there. But, like, uh, the you intro- said, you know, even though it was only, like, what, 11 episodes, I think, that season, something like that? The, 11, the intro- 12? I can't remember. Of that whole storyline would have been fucking insane right. with 20 plus episodes. So, that, and so I feel like we kind of got robbed a little bit, you know. Um, season four of Lost, you know, it got cut down. Uh, what, like 16 it, or even less than that? I can't, yeah, I can't remember because every, everything was all, all my shows were all just so different that season. Like, like, it was season three of Supernatural, it was season four of Lost, it was season three of Prison Break, it was season three of Heroes, too. Actually, um, damn, a lot of good shows came out at that time. Man, Lost was the pinnacle. That started straight up, like it was the OG, and then Prison Lost Break, was shit, heroes, fucking. I remember that damn show we watched, even though it was one season, The Harper's Island. That was good shit. I was just talking about that with uh, Swag recently too. If we, because uh, it's actually on. I seen it. It's on one of those services, and I can't remember which one it is. I'm just cool, but um, I was talking to him that you might want to check it out because, of course, he'll know some of the actors. Um, Katie Cassidy, the original Ruby, of course, uh, the dude that played Bobby in Supernatural, the sheriff, and a lot of those other people I I knew and seen on different things too. But I remember I enjoyed it, man. You know, because I because I like murder mysteries, I like whodunit type shit. I like trying to figure shit out as I'm watching. Because I'm always like, okay. I figured out who. Love you, my queen. Be safe. That's what he figured out, ladies and gentlemen. She was heading to, uh, you know. Let me see if my Roku remote will tell me. Oh, no, Harper's Island. Medicine. medicine. That's what she has to go get. Nah, man, I'm very big on if someone's leaving the house, love you, say that before they leave type thing. I'm just big. Oh yeah, I absolutely understand. I mean, yeah, I'm just huge on that shit. Cause I, I, I would feel like complete shit at the end of this podcast if she would have walked out that door and I didn't say shit or even acknowledge. I would have, I would have had to like, or let you, yeah, I would have had to go, yeah, that shit would have ate at me. It's understandable. Well, it's only because I have. It's on Hulu. Hulu's got all the great I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not on Hulu, it's on Pluto. Oh, the free show. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll probably have ads. Uh, that's cool. But it's there, so I mean, that's that's it's I I, I know, watch before, that again if I get bored enough, or I have to wait and see let's see how many commercials before we should watch. Before we got the cock back up and running, I was watching full matches on YouTube with ads <laughs> on WWE matches and shit. Well, when my YouTube premium runs out, I'm going to be very upset. I mean, at least you get, you know, some ads are skippable. So you get that. 
about get five seconds. Bro, I've been rolling. I've been rolling like two months now with zero ads. I don't even know how to fucking function with ads on on YouTube. Hey, it was a fucking blessing to go back to fucking Peacock, son, and I ain't had no ads, bro. <laughs> Woo, son. That's what Dak hit me on talking about. Look here, we we getting Peacock back up and running now. I can't take this shit no more. Oh no, nah, man. First, I had the Scott Hall news happen, and then that shit with Triple H, that that got me right there. I was like, "All right, I got this." So let's 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 go ahead. Let's since it, we are we are on the show, I feel like we do need to dedicate a little bit of time to one of the greatest entering careers of all time. Yeah, dude, it was forty minutes of like hardly no wrestling. That's fine. You know, we we got it. We're 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 not. A good thing with us, we're not limited to you know singular topics where we are a sports and an entertainment show you know it's it's like but like a lot of times with like tv show i can sit here and talk tv shows all fucking day the issue hey, is that's your shit right there the issue is is i really hate the idea of potentially spoiling anything well there's that too you know, yeah, you hate spoilers. Yeah, you hate spoilers when it comes. Bro, to Bro, I fucking hate when it comes to a TV show, and I and I and it's like that with wrestling sometimes too. Yeah. Um. Which that, that reminds me, thing. after after this weekend, I will be muting wrestling journal journalists. This is nothing against you guys, but I just want my WrestleMania week to not be fucking spoiled. You know, to where I don't have the fantasy book in my head. I want to actually and, and, enjoy fucking WrestleMania this weekend because Stone Cold is going to be there this weekend, or not this weekend, but next weekend, and it's just going to be great. That's all I can't wait for. And Sasha and Naomi better win the fucking women's tag titles. I'll say this too. That's actually one of the reasons I didn't finish watching SmackDown last night because. I was watching for probably the first 15 to 20 minutes, maybe. And um, I hopped on Twitter and I was going to tweet something. And then like it came across my screen. I didn't scroll fast enough into where I started reading what it was. And then, you know, someone had reposted the Fightful Select where they get like the full layout of SmackDown. Like Jesus. before the show starts, like they like the full layout too, dude. He he does it for every show. I've seen it, but like I've I've never actually seen it. Someone had written it out and posted it again, um, and it like everything I had seen already, it was just like going right down the fucking line. I'm like, man, and then I looked at what the rest of it was, and I was like, I don't even want to watch this. Why? Okay, people will pay think- for that. Why would you pay five dollars a month? That's how much he charges. Four ninety nine people. Which is not it's not like it's expensive, but no, it's no. to pay at hey, all. I, hey, I get it. But why pay at all when it's gonna fucking get told to you right there? On the same platform. Like I get it. You gotta make your dough. You gotta do what you gotta do. But Yeah, hey, I, I ain't mad I, necessarily at him. Shout out to his uh, homegirl, though, that Denise chick, because she's on the program. She's actually in WWE Studios doing shit, you know. So that's that's cool. But, but man, why would you want to – but why would you, as a wrestling journalist, I'm sorry, why would you even want to fucking post the full layout? 
or like the script, basically. Like basically why? Is. Like like I, why? People, like, people why? will pay to have it. Why do you <laughs> want to know the fucking script? Like why? I it's it's um. This, because here's my thing. Like here's the thing. Like I get it because you know I, I get the whole you want to know shit. I, I'm like that at times. I want to know everything before everybody else. I get it. I, I get that urge. I get that whole high. But come on, man. Ain't nobody out here spoiling <laughs> no fucking goddamn AEW <laughs> script. They don't even have one. That's right. They don't have one. But like, come on, man. It's a why? Is, is this what they're gonna do for WrestleMania? Like honestly, because well, that's, that's horrible. I, it wouldn't surprise me if at certain at certain point, maybe like, like Saturday like, afternoon, he does like with select and gives like the the order in which the matches go on. Yeah, like come on, man. Let us like. <laughs> I just don't get it because these are the same people that that swear they're fucking fans of the business and the the, the sport aspect of it. You're no longer a fan of it if you're cool with fucking, like, if you have to get all the information to the freaking layout of SmackDown. Like, come on. There's better shit to talk about. Like, come on. Like, that. to the people that pay $5 for that, y'all are worse than people that pay for OnlyFans. But I get (laughs) at least... At least when you pay for OnlyFans, at least you're going to see something <laughs> that you might not see. But come on. If you're paying, if you're paying $5 to be on Melt Newsletter or fucking the Fightful Select just to get the just to get news ahead of everybody that's going to get spoiled to you the same day that they drop it. The same day that they're telling you to pay $5 to come read this full thing. Literally, as soon as you click on the tweet, someone that's already paid the $5 has already got it right there. I'm trying to save people money here. There's high gas prices. I mean, come on. Man, say y'all worse than people paying for OnlyFans. I mean, you are. But hey, man, they're OnlyFans. They're... F- they're man, hey, hey, and all you people out there that tweet the words the Fed to describe WWE, y'all need help. <laughs> I mean, that would have been okay, uh, like 25 years ago when they were actually World Wrestling Federation. Like, there's no like, come on, man. Like, here's here's the thing that makes me so like hysterical laugh at the people that are like. With the whole free Ali shit. The guy signed this contract. <laughs> like I, every, I, every, I, I do and think that. Asked, well, I think personally, the fact that he's not getting released, I, it, it feels more like a work to me. I than, thought the same thing. Then, you know, th- this might be something that could be happening after Mania. Yeah, this could be this direction of his new character. You know what I mean? Like, like because I know how this plays out. This this is how life plays out for me, for one. I, I just started using Mustafa, Mustafa Ali 
in the in, a, in my NXT kind of got him in a little stable thing with Jinder Mahal and he's <laughs> got a fucking sick moveset. Yeah, um, I've used him a few times. He's pretty nasty. And, you know, he's starting to get a little. He just had the NXT Tag Team Championship run. Um, you know, he's starting to get a little little steam there. So, I think after Mania, he's gonna pop back up, and then everybody's gonna be like, "Oh!" And then look, he'll be over on the internet. Yeah. Like, see, I still, I, I do think it's somewhat of a work, man, because like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I think if if there really was that much of a disconnect, I think WWE would just grant him his release. Yeah, because um, he's not making them any money, and he's not even losing them money. Like he's just just drop it, or, or you know, at this point, like you can now just if drop it is if if it is real shit, then I I think it's more of a a move to say to everybody else that's under contract. Hey, like no, yeah. we can't just let y'all leave because y'all want to leave basically, now because y'all ain't happy right now. Hey, I mean, basically, WWE is just basically using. It sucks that if this is like not a work or anything, this is like a legit thing that's going on. Then yeah, he's being used as the example of hey, the inmates ain't running the asylum here. Like, cause if cause if he grants it, if he gets it and goes, then there could be twenty other people that could get have to go just like that. Yeah, you know, and and you can't do that because if you have been. Then you have to let all twenty of those go. That's twenty one people you just had to let go. Then you got a fucking PR with budget cuts when everybody knows it ain't a budget cut thing. So then it's like you know, like, it's just PR that you don't even want to deal with when it's like, hey, if your tweet's real, and we'll see you in two and a half years, and we'll see if you get over. <laughs> but it's gonna be in wrestling two and a half years. If you ain't on no program anywhere, bro, out of sight, out of mind. Honestly. It kind of and that it kind of depends on who you are too. Yeah, there's some people that can go if two and a half years come back, you know, because you have oh, like yeah. the John Cena's. You yeah, have, like, yeah. but like I know, what, you I know that, what you're saying though. Yeah, if you got that cult following now, if he had like a cult following, like a CM Punk, then yeah, this dude would be relevant because because of that fan base. But the thing yeah, that drives but, me crazy about the internet fans. And it's it, we I've, we've said it a bunch of times on here too in indirect ways. It's just like so Mustafa Ali, Adil Alam, whatever you want to call him. He great entering, and everybody wants to be to release him because they're holding him down and this that and the other thing. Well, where were all these people when? He was in the ring in WWE and could not give a flying fuck about him being there. But where were all these people when they gave him this retribution storyline and just shit on it right from the very beginning and never gave it a chance? Where were yeah. these fucking people when he was putting on these great matches in 205 and then 205's viewership was in the shits? Where were these fucking people when he was putting on doing some pretty good things in WWE? But they just they they where were they then? Because they were never around. Because they were on the internet. They were not a casual viewer. And that's that's the problem with them. Man. Like they watching it through the internet, and they're swear that this person's over because people are talking about them. No, it's the, 
Everybody has their own narratives, man. I'm watching people go from WWE where people were saying that they WWE didn't know how to use them, et cetera, et cetera. I'm watching them go to AEW. Yes, I'm talking about you, Andrade. I'm watching you go to AEW where you're getting booked so much better. Like now we're getting to see it. And uh, I'm sorry, who's getting booked better? Who's getting booked better in AEW than they did in WWE outside of maybe Brian, Brian, Brian yeah, but Brian's Brian. I mean, the, we, if we're, Brian we're, also won multiple world championships in WWE, out of he all ain't the won people, shit in AEW yet. Out of all the people that like just got released and everybody was mad about, Miro's been the most successful one. Actually, no, if we're really being honestly, it's Zack Ryder. <laughs> I'm not even going to. Hey, he's in WA World Champion right now. That's actually Who cares? That's, that's actually a legit world title. <laughs> if this NWA was nineteen eighty, been a legit world NWA ain't been a legit world title in thirty years. Damn, that's sad. But it's still, if we're being real, like Miro and Zack Ryder, and Matt Cardona have been the only two. Uh. And Deanna Parazzi, she's done really great in Impact. Yeah, really I mean, that, I, that's all cool and everything, but like, like they've been the most successful ones. Hey, where's all those fans that were freaking crying and boohooing about Ruby Soho? Yeah, where's she at? Exactly. Wherever she's uh, at, stay there. But yeah, and Roddy. Uh, whoever get put out the rumor or whoever stated that this dude had creative control. Take it away from him, then, because this dude <laughs> has to raise control of himself because he can't even book himself right then, if that's the case. Because what is going on with this? Oh, it's the Hardy family office. No, it's now the Andrade Hardy family office. No, now it's the Andrade family office. Can someone, yo, either... This that Chavo quote is starting to sound more and more uh, realistic every time I watch AEW. Which quote again? When he was like, "WWE is too micromanaged, and AEW is not micromanaged. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Like just when you're watching both products, that quote is just damn. That might it's, just it's, sum it's, up everything. It's blare. Like it's just obvious. Like, like yeah, he if, just if you're yeah. watching it with that quote in mind, you can see it. Yeah, I for that quote right there, Chavo Guerrero doesn't realize how much more respect I earned from him for just saying that, and now just like because I just hope that shit just sticks with people. Because man, it's it, it's really sad because the only people that are really getting like in good positions in AEW or people that just know what they're doing. Cause, but I, we got, like, I think another thing too, is we give, this is, I'm not trying to just use all this time to shit on AEW, but like, I got to no. say things because I know yeah. who else is going to say it um, besides Ooh, us, you know? Like, so it's like this like dude's with, got- on the payroll, man, to where like we can't say bad shit about AW or you work for WWE. Like, huh? 
What? Well, so one thing that a lot of this fan base that we're talking about gives WWE a lot of shit for is let's 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 take in what they've been saying about Cody. So they, I think it was Dutch who said it. Uh, like his his fear is that Cody will come in. And they'll give him a lot of steam for a couple of weeks, but after a few weeks, they'll just it'll die off, and he'll just be one of the boys again. Yeah, one of the just. Uh, well, isn't that almost what's happened with every WWE person that's come into into AEW? They get all this steam up front, and then it just die. Look, look, I love Malachi Black, and I actually like the stable look, that man. he's in. Yeah, but like after the Cody feud, it's. Okay, it's it's, it's, like, it's died like down. It, it's it's already setting up to like okay, can we just introduce the fucking trios titles already? Y'all got it's, so many fucking three man groups right now or three man teams, and I know he's waiting for Kenny Omega to come back, but bro, that's gonna be forever. And it's they got enough trios already. I, that's what I'm saying, because like, he want because Omega wants to be a part of it, and it's like, bro, you got to chill out with this thing of you got to pull the trigger sometimes on some things right away before you wait too long. Prime example: Hangman Page. Yep, that shit has so much momentum, but by the time they did it, you done brought in two of the biggest names in wrestling that that are talked about. Or big names and rest. You brought in Brian Danielson, and then you had to see him punk hype. Now you're gonna put the world title on Hangman Page. Ain't nobody talking about this. <laughs> Page, uh, and it's not should, Page. He, he should have won at the first match. Yeah, because what you did was in the long run, you just prolonged the inevitable that Kenny Omega was got to get all this done. And 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 it just goes back to your statement, dude. I'm I'm sorry that I fucking pissed and moaned about Omega being champion. Sorry, <laughs> didn't realize that when fucking this dude lost the belt, that that shit wasn't gonna mean nothing. It's it's almost the same, man. Like I and I, and like I wonder I, is that what's going on? Is like is this is this all being but is this be a part of Kenny Omega's thing when he comes back. I leave, and this company goes to shit. <laughs> I mean, if he says that, that would be fucking great. <laughs> Let's. All right, I got something we can address real quick. Uh oh, I'm seeing the internet uh, talk this morning, and I see it when I just pulled up YouTube, just kind of seeing what videos are up. Yeah, everybody's. Just complaining, and and I don't want to say everybody, but I've seen a few people just, just you know, shitting their pants on the fact that Ricochet and Finn Balor do not have a match on WrestleMania. There's like a whole another fucking week. Exactly. Like they what, do like people lot. like there's a whole like. <laughs> What do you, yeah, like there's a whole week here to set up matches. Do you really honestly believe that Ricochet and Finn Balor are not going to defend those titles within two whole fucking nights? I mean, I, I, they're going to squeeze it in on there somehow. It, it, 
yeah, like it, now I will say that if they don't, then yes, that's a problem. But bro, give it a fucking minute. The whole card has not been announced yet. No. I mean, and there's probably one match that ain't going to be announced until the night of when it happens. Seth. Yeah. I don't I don't think Cody's showing up unless he shows up Monday, but is Cody really going to show up on the WrestleMania of Raw? Oh, <laughs> um, well. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'm tired of what's his face too. Um Murder Hawk, Lance Archer. He's still with AEW. <laughs> yeah, he, he was on Rampage last night. He's feuding with um, I don't know somebody. I forgot already. Oh, talk about a momentum killer. I'm hey. glad he's okay from that free landed on his head, but yeah, but hey, Dave. Ruined his character. I was so invested with him and Jake the Snake when it was first going on. And then I realized, I was like, oh, y'all just pulled the WWE thing. <laughs> y'all made this dude lose too much. Now I can't even. I, I just, it just seemed like they just don't see things through sometimes. And WWE does the same thing. But I, you I know, mean, it's. But, but it, we it, it, we can't act like AEW's not doing it too. It, it's kind of funny because it's almost like AEW. You can sense sometimes they try so hard to not be WWE that they end up being WWE. <laughs> well, fuck three quarters of the roster is WWE. Hey, it's it, it's just really funny that they are really starting to get more and more into the entertainment side than pro wrestling. Like, there's a couple aspects that is, you know, wrestling because of Brian Danielson um, and and et cetera. But they're starting to get into the more gimmicky. and But they got well, I to. Think, I think they got to because they, if they play it, they're not even close to WWE and ratings, which is what they really care about. I know they got demo and whatnot, but we're talking overall ratings. I mean, they you know CM they they've then brought in CM Punk they brought in Danielson and then y'all are still drawing less than half of the viewership the SmackDown does. Oh, you so, already know that's why they about the that's why you already saw CM Punk motion in the title around his waist. Yeah. So I think I think what they're I think they're what they're doing is they are realizing that. Yeah, we we need we want to be different and be a pro wrestling company, but we also are gonna have there's also different things you need to do to get some fans, some other fans invested in hey. not just the hardcore. Nineteen twenty, like look, look, the first three years or so. Hey, you got the indie stuff on a, a bigger stage. Hey, pandemic hit. Look, everybody want to be entertained now. It's you getting more casual viewers now because you know you're on TNT and TBS, you know, and you got you got all these different, you know, you're gonna start bringing in casual viewers just because you're because of WWE being wrestling and sports entertainment, and they see something else on TV too. It's like, oh shit, let me see what this is. And but 
they better be ready to fucking break the bank for Jay Cargill and MJF when those contracts are up. I do think within the next month or so, they're really going to have to... Uh, they need to be making some noise, per se, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they will have some sort some form of advertising going on during the NBA playoffs on TNT. Well, they're gonna have to. So I think think maybe that's maybe that's why they're trying to move CM Punk into the because they could like CM Punk's going for the title. You know, yeah. and then at the least CM Punk is a name that even some casual fans know. Yeah. God, man. Fucking CM Punk. <laughs> bro, all I've seen all I, and all I've seen since Wednesday is just uh, just complete praise and how CM Punk versus Dax Harwood was match of the year. Oh my god. Like it was a good match, but like what are y'all seeing that I'm not? Look. This guy got to wrestle one of his idols. Okay. It's, it's good. He had a moment, but come on. It's not match of the year. Let's get it's not I even mean, the match wasn't even that great. I mean Dax Harwood did better than Punk in the match, but we won't get into that. I, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't even that great. Sure Bianca Belair's had a better match already this year. Well, I wonder what is – so I know this is early. We're, we're in March, mid to late March. Off the top of my head, I really can't think of what would be match of the year right now. Well, because in my mind, I'm mixing in a lot of 2021 matches. Yeah, because it's still so early. But I really – to be honest, I'm not – like nothing from the Royal Rumble is really coming back to me right now. Man, the match of the year candidate might be at WrestleMania this year. Well, I'm sure I'm sure they will have a few. It might be Edge and AJ Styles. Brian and Mox did have a good match. I did enjoy that match. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, the damn draw, the the draws that Brian Danielson had, but those are match of the year candidates. But that was last year, right? Oh, I think that's right. See, that's what I'm saying. Last year, that shit got me all confused. I'm like, yeah, I can't even remember who fought at the Royal Rumble, dude. To be honest, because the fact that WrestleMania is next weekend, I feel like WrestleMania just happened. (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I heard a few people talking about that actually, just how. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like the, the build has been as big for WrestleMania. Oh. It's just like like people had to check. It's like I, didn't, I wasn't even sure if it was this week or next week. Oh, no. Like, the, the build has been fine to me. It's just time itself, man, is – it's just it's, – it's crazy how the shit moves so fast. Like, there's no way. It's almost like, like – like you ever notice it? Like it's almost like uh, the world is like just lining up a whole bunch of shit, real like just 
can't have no free no free shit no free time like things all scheduled up yeah I've noticed that with the world like everything's on a schedule like why this is very interesting time is uh, we're all imprisoned by time yeah I was trying to look for the Royal Rumble card that where we did our predictions, but right now it's, I can't find it in my fucking notebook. So I got to Dude, I, yeah. So how how are we gonna fucking do a prediction show next week when we don't even know when the card's gonna be fully announced? <clears throat> like I said, it's Saturday morning, man. Worst case, we just, just have to do it on the day of. Okay. Unless you know, because uh, um, we might have to wait till SmackDown before. I will go ahead and say right here on the podcast that if something gets added after we do the show before the actual show starts, we will write that on Twitter. We'll write that prediction. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out as it comes to us. Um, hopefully, but, we'll know more after Raw Monday. Well. If we let Seth freaking Rollins tell it, Raw ain't happening Monday exactly. until he gets his moment. So this dude's starting the show. <laughs> God, so, show's called TakeOver, right? Send out our truth No, nah, no. Nah. Let the let the twenty four title segment run through Rollins while he's out there starting the show. This dude's gonna lose his shit. <laughs> uh, beating everybody with a chair. Uh, yeah, just have Seth Rollins interrupt every match. <laughs> it kind of that kind of reminds me of back in the old days, like uh, you know, Austin would come out there. Now, I ain't leaving this ring until Vince yep. Man drags his sorry carcass. <laughs> or, or whatever he was feeling with. And if anybody tried to come out there, people just catching stunners, son. Shot. <laughs> Depending on his mood. Because this dude yeah, always. Uh... I, I guess in Seth, I'm guessing Seth versus Cody. We'll know better Monday, and then we'll we'll figure out what we need to do on the predictions. But we 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 went off to a we went off on a long tangent, and originally when we got to wrestling, we just wanted to pay some respects to Triple H's in ring career. So so just off the top of your head, do do you have a favorite feud or a favorite match of trips? Um, moment. Really love that end of an era match Fuck with man. him, and, with him and Undertaker in the cell with Shawn Michaels as the ref. Because that seen someone put together their Mount Rushmore of Triple H matches, and that was not on it. What? Well, so a, cu- a couple of he had like uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, the non-sanctioned match from O2, which was fucking great. That was a great match. And you had the 2000 street fight with Cactus Jack, I bet. That was on there. Um, I think maybe 
can't remember if it was one with Kurt or might I, I really can't remember what the other one, but one of them he had was one of his with Batista, and that I easily would have been in the Madeira match over that one for me. I well, ain't nothing against Batista. It's just no. Hey, and I do find it very fitting that his his last match was Randy Orton. That's perfect. Like yeah, that's, so that that worked out. That's perfect. Um, I mean, there's nothing else he has to do, you know. You, no, you mean, it's not, it's not he, worth the risk. He's he's good. This dude's a 14 time world champion. He's good. So, if, as far as moments go, his return in O2. Oh, top tier, was man! Fucking great. What a moment. That crowd was live, son. MSG was lit, for sure. Biggest pop in that arena until John Cena at the Rumble that year, a couple years later. (sighs) Eight years later. Um, Obviously, he had all the old stuff with DX. Some of his feuds with Shawn Michaels were just great. Great matches. And the... Feuds with Foley were great. Uh, oh, uh, he had tri- tri- on that Rushmore. He had a match with Austin on there too. I don't remember which one, but it was one of the matches with Austin. That three stages of hell match was pretty crazy. Pretty brutal. Man, Austin, man, Triple H just put on some fucking brutal matches over his career. The Triple H was man, like I think you mentioned, where he could, he was good at either heel or face. He was also very good on any style that he needed to wrestle. Like he had his moments where he would get real sadistic and he get yeah. real twisted. He could go there. He and, could get technical. Or um, he, yeah, so that's why he had that respect too. It's like listen, like Triple H could be on one of those runs, right? Where you we've seen yeah. a bunch of them over the years, where. He's coming out there wearing the suit, you know. He's, you know, he's all chilled back and relaxed. He's the champion. He's the man. But you also knew that you didn't want to fucking make him snap and get into the damn jean jacket and start bringing out Sledgy, because dude, he could get there and he was very good at getting there. Yeah, so that dude told Undertaker back in like oh three or oh, so you're the. So you're the guy that you're the guy that makes people famous. Yeah, I'm the guy that makes people. I'm the guy famous for crippling people. <laughs> <laughs> As he has a fucking chair to his throat and he's sitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, like, you know, like, yo, let's not even forget this dude. You know, had a manipulative fucking plot with fucking Stephanie McMahon. You know, this dude's this dude, <laughs> Triple H is great. Like I mean, he he's he's a generational talent, man. It, it's yeah. you're not gonna find many people that can do what he did in the ring, and what he can do outside of it behind the scenes. Um, just a great mind for the whole aspect of everything pro wrestling, like just all he, of that. Yeah, he could be serious, or and we gotta give credit too for this. One of the funniest. In ring talents, um, because this dude's fucking hilarious when he wanted to be. Everybody hates on it now because of the racial undertones and all that. But 
when when he dressed up as the croc and it, or just like and then if you look more recently or a little you know better for today's audience well, just uh when they were had the match and only him and cole were there and he had to announce and then he grabbed the camera yeah he did it all man he showed how good it, he showed that he's he knows his whole ring and then put shit. together a very, very good product at NXT for a lot of years. Dude. Like, a lot of people don't realize this. But Triple H birthed the majority of the AEW roster. <laughs> like, a lot of those people graduated. They graduated from Papa H's class. But so, also, yeah, let's, let's, let's the think very, about it. but the very, the super super mega stars that he that graduated from his class. You notice where they're positioned at right now: a Seth Rollins, a Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Bailey. You know, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, even Roman Reigns. Some of these guys just had it though. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, what, but you're absolutely spot on with like Charlotte and Sasha and all them. This dude helped really present the horse women, and this dude really helped change women's wrestling. Kevin Owens, it, it, he might have got a few things fine tuned while he was down there, like uh, how to hold the like microphone and, and stuff like yeah. that. But that dude's just good. Sami Zayn, that dude's just good. Um, but you know, but if it wasn't for and it would you might have never heard of these guys at the stage where they're at, you know. Like I don't remember if Trips was down there when Alexander Rusev was there, or or if, we're looking at it, or if we're looking at, for instance, man, look how he helped guide Damian Priest. Deep deep. Like look look what look where he's at right now, and where he's positioned. He helped Bianca. Yeah. Oh God, dude. But then the biggest one you gotta think, even though he had it, but the way he positioned Seth Rollins, that was his that was his project right there. Was he was he doing NXT then though? It was it was more of a man. He I can't remember really when he went down and was know, really kind of took over everything. Dusty, Dusty was down there for a while too. But yeah. that was Triple H's baby. That whole thing, you know, ended up becoming. What well, I, I just, but you, but just the way Seth Rollins is positioned. If it wasn't, if if Triple H was nowhere involved in that picture, even though he had it, the whole time, like it's just hard to say he'd be right there, without a little bit of that guidance, that heel turn for example. Yeah, Trips definitely helped um, on his early main roster stuff, without a doubt. Like you, you could tell that Triple H was a mentor. Is yeah. is all I'm saying. Like he just like uh, everybody yeah. that he's like everybody that he's mentored. You could tell. They just look where they're positioned at in the business. And even if you go over to Adam Cole, I mean, he's main eventing pay per views for the other company. Yeah, probably going to be a world champion over there. Even though he might have been doing that shit anyway, because he's he's in tight with the boys. So, 
Yeah. Um. You know, look who, look who's the you know the, the closest friends of the EVPs are the ones in the world title picture right now. But you also got to look at this situation too. If things were a little different and Triple H was running a lot of WWE, Adam Cole might have not left. Maybe you know? not. And so, but shout out I, to I, Triple H for everything he's doing and yo, everything he has done. And the shit he's gonna keep doing. Um, Train your daughters up to get up and come up and be ready. And yo, those fucking girls, if they decide <laughs> to do it, yo, if they decide to do it, McMahon Helmsley, it's just there, bro. They're gonna be unbearable. Like the heat that they're gonna be able to get naturally. I miss Steph too, man. Because like I, Steph's so she, good. She's, she's so good. It, it never uh, watched that episode of hers on the WWE. Uh, that's, that's one of them I definitely plan on watching. Unbelievable storytelling. She's so fucking good. Like she's mm-hmm. she's good, but so is fucking her dad. I'd like for them to maybe do one. I don't know if they would because it's so far in the past, but they did do a Hogan, so I wouldn't mind if they did a Piper. Or Savage. Maybe a Jake the Snake. That'd be a good one, too, but I bet they probably ain't doing that while he's even remotely close and related to AEW because... I was surprised to see Rick Chris Jericho would also be another one. Yeah, but that's Ric Flair. It was just weird because they've already took his woo out of the whole thing and it was just it's just weird that they did a whole episode on them. But I would love a Triple H one. Uh Triple H, Piper, Michaels. They could even maybe do Triple H's and Michaels together. Yeah. If they want if they wanted to. But uh Piper, I mean Savage would be good too, but he did spend a lot of time as a face as well. But um, there was the Macho King. Um <laughs> Well, then the whole, you know, when he was feuding with Hogan and Warrior yeah. and all that. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm missing, like. Well, Edge Edge would also be pretty good. This dude was a pretty big-time heel there for a while. Yeah, um, he would. Vince, like you said, would, Vince just be would, the, would probably be the best. Dude, the way they produce that shit, it, that's awesome. I can't I wish think the, of anybody else that would like just right now. Maybe Seth Rollins. Really like to see. Yeah, you can maybe do Seth down the line. Um, <laughs> Kevin Owens one day. That'd be great. <laughs> Kevin Owens is a great heel. This will be great. When, oh, he's already there because he's going to get booed out of Dallas. That shit's going to be great. I'm hearing a lot of shit about that, man. Like the shit Stone Cold saying to hype this shit up in interviews. <sighs> Making well, my inter- I ain't heard interview. him say much. And one of the interviews, he's just saying that like he's, you know, he's trying to he he's in like superb in ring shape. Oh, oh I don't like, doubt that. If he's coming back to do anything, I know his his body's going like be- like nah, like just the way he was talking just seems like he wants to make this shit. Look phenomenal. 
Oh, I had like, the doubts. And Austin's it, a perfectionist. It, it, it's it, it's almost in the back of my mind got me toying with the idea of thinking like, you know, they might this shit might go tonight too. <laughs> this this might get motherfuckers to come that only bought one ticket or something if they got leftover tickets for night two to get the rest of them. But damn, I tell I, you one thing. I tell you one oh. thing though. <laughs> without a shadow, uh, here without a doubt, if this guy goes in there and he feels really good about what he did, and he I'm decides that he wants to wrestle again, they're gonna uh, put the, they're gonna put the title on him. <laughs> Yo, Vince ain't gonna miss this. Yeah, nah. Vince going back to '98, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And and you'll I don't think you'll have near the complaints as you normally have. With you'll, the old, you'll have a few because some people just don't get it. But like this dude will show everybody every week on the mic or where in it whenever he's around. Yeah, th- that's the man. That's the dude. That's the guy. Bro, I'm sorry, okay. dude. It's, I I will lose my shit. This 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 glass breaks on fucking Roman Reigns or it, like you. Yo, because that, that's how you got to get the title. I'm all right. Then, okay, fuck it. Austin going to beat you. Austin going to beat you. Sorry, Roman. It is what it is, Chief. It is what it is. But I I, I do. Like, I, like I, I, if Austin, if it's all Austin's ever going to do again, that's cool. I'm glad I, I got to see it. Um, like, But I, and I'll say, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I would love a feud between Austin and Cena. Give me heel Cena. He wouldn't have a choice. You know Cena's all for it. I think Cena would do it at this point in his career. He's done everything. Why not? You know? Because John Cena has raised his level to all these other legends and pretty much notched ahead of them. If we're be- at well, I'd say but, one person hey. in recent memory that he really didn't beat on the microphone, and I think it was by design, was Roman Reigns. In the match that he had with Roman. Man, but if, if we're going back to like with The Rock, dude, yo, Cena, killed, Cena. Cena killed The Rock. Yo, that first one, that first, yo, Cena, Cena rocked this dude. No yeah. pun intended. Like this dude, Cena fucking just said, oh, oh, you the best on the mic. All right. Well, like, like, and you're right because this is what Cena's done. Everyone that's been better than him on the microphone or everyone that said this better, this dude yeah. has showed. Nah, I, that's just that's just level one, so I, I can go to another level. At yeah, any moment. And that's what I want to see because there is no and higher level. If if this dude can top Austin, then this is the goat right there. All I right, think uh, he'll. I think he'll be very good, but that's just one thing about Austin is nobody's ever ever really to top him. Like some people in promos, you look good if you can top them, and it makes you look good, and it, you just shit on them. Like, you could have a good promo against Austin, and we've talked about this before on here, too. You can have a great promo against Austin. I mean, just absolutely kill him. Austin's going to be like, well, how about I stick my foot up your ass? And then, and then it's just it's just because he's so different. He's Austin doesn't try to kill you with what he's saying more so than just what he says, how he says it. Give me the promo battle, and then in the match – Give me Vince McMahon helping John Cena screw Stone Cold. Yes. 
<laughs> the ultimate heel turn plus the ultimate, of course, Vince McMahon is going to screw Austin. Bro, I'll tell you right now, if that happened, I'm popping so fucking hard. I would never have been more happy to see Stone Cold Steve Austin lose. Bro, because if, of the if moment that, if that happened. The, yeah, because of the turn that just happened. We are on for a whole nother era of John. And it, the crowd, it would be what Hogan, yeah, it would be what Hogan did to reinvent himself because he yeah. was the same thing for so many years. And then Hogan had what another last what few more years there at the end that actually led to a whole nother comeback. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, yeah, because Cena can always, you know, he can always call Vince up with an idea. And Vince is like, uh, yeah, how much you want a year? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Sean Cena. That's what I love about Vince. If he thinks it'll make money, he'll open up that, that checkbook. Yeah. That's why he's going to open up the checkbook for this Cody Road situation. He knows the type of viewers he's going to get. He knows the competition or the so-called competition is going to be watching. I did see something like the one, some kind of producer was saying that, you know, if Cody comes and he's, then it, it might actually keep the same music and everything just because, just you for know, the optics of like that, of that same characters coming over and, be, and appearing on WWE programming. Like, you're going to have to keep something similar. Like you can't. I hope he keeps everything. I hope he keeps, I, I want him to keep the same music. Because if, if he comes out there with the same music that he was using in AEW, then that's when I know, okay, we about to be on to something now. Then every then that last promo that he did with that in front of that ladder makes a lot more sense. <laughs> when he was talking about, yeah, we're gonna go on a long little fun ride, like so, like it's. <laughs> Cody's never been like one of my favorites or anything, but I look forward to seeing what he may do. But it's stuff we've talked about on the podcast before, man. It's just Cody's went and done what Vince loves. You went and proved yeah. him wrong. You went and you went and started a whole fucking major company with another billionaire. Fucking got yourself a prominent TV deal, major TV deal. I I mean. I, yeah, major TV. You just stole some of my talent, got them to jump ship when we released them. Like, hey, you did good. Now that you're going to come back, we're going to pay you this much money. We're going to put you here. And uh, when MJF's contract gets up, <laughs> you get his ass <laughs> over here. That's what Vince is telling him right now in the, in the, in the meeting room. He's telling him right now, he goes, we're going we're gonna to need MJF over here right now. Is that contract is? <laughs> I, it's, it should make for some interesting television, to say the least. Yes, because now, if Cody is showing up Monday night, let's have him have the microphone, please. In in with Seth Rollins, that'd be a great promo war, but. <laughs> I think maybe if anything, I still I think, say he probably doesn't show up. No, I, I still, think so. I, I still think in my heart, I think he's maybe if they if they say anything to him, it'll be 
hey, okay, we got you a match. We got you a match. You get ready Sunday. We'll have your opponent. And they won't tell him who it is. Or something like that. Obviously, they're going to have to tell him something so he doesn't hijack the whole episode of Raw. Well, the shit was funny when he was backstage on Raw flipping out on Adam Pearce and fucking Sonya Deville. Because it almost felt like before they interrupted him at the end that he was about to slip. Like He goes, am I going to have to go call Vince? <laughs> Because <laughs> I or triple like I felt like he was about to big man drop the name of it and say, Am I gonna have to go higher than y'all to go get me a match? Like, because like, <laughs> but if this is the type of respect that I get around here, then I'll leave the whole company. What if this fucker, what if they let him mention he goes, Fine, you don't appreciate me enough. Catch me on Wednesday nights. Yeah, something like that. Yo, the crowd. <laughs> Yo, the internet's breaking. <laughs> <laughs> and Vince is back there doing the smelling the money gif. <laughs> He's sitting there laughing. Hell Everybody yeah. Losing their mind. Everybody losing their mind. He's just back there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean, Vince knows what he's doing. You gotta save this at this point. You might as well save the pop. Honestly, save the pop for WrestleMania. Oh yeah, because it's not gonna be spectacular. I mean, it'll be spectacular, but it's not gonna be. And 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 for one, I'm being biased here because I want to watch. It'd be the only way I can watch it live. I would actually like to watch that moment live. If it did, yeah, I think they'll do. I think Seth will be out there at WrestleMania, and then. I think they'll do the whole because you know Cody with his over the top entrance, you know he's gonna have something stupid. Should he come out on a throne? <laughs> that would be great. I wonder what the man. I'm curious. I'm real curious. Like, I, yeah, I'm interested. It's got my. It's attention. so hard. I, I saw that 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 uh. That quote that you were um, saying that they were talking about, he needs to keep music and all that. I'm just thinking, like, all right, that's way too much fucking information right there. Yeah. And, but at the same time, it's like, man, <laughs> they could be fucking trolling. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. It could be trolling so hard. But then if it's not Cody, then. Obviously, like y'all gonna have to blow my mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, but who else is out there that can like face Steph Rollins? That's gonna make me go, "Holy shit!" Nobody, like you know? nobody that like realistically like, look, would, it's not, would show it, up. Look, it's not gonna be the Rock. It don't make any sense. Yeah, I'm gonna right. pop, but I rather Triple that would have been good, but you know Triple that's not happening. Yeah, that would have been perfect. Like the other person who's who is under contract with AEW, like if Moxley would have showed up, that'd have been fucking crazy. So, like, I, yeah, like I, at this point, it almost seems like now, it's Cody or bust. I feel like Monday, if they don't give Seth Rollins an opponent, he's going to issue an open challenge, and he's probably going to mention the words "forbidden door." Yeah, something like that. 
Even if they got to walk through the forbidden door. Uh, Got to get everybody talking then. Because then everybody's tuning in at that point. Everybody's like, all right, we got to go there. But if they don't give them an opponent Monday, I think this dude's saying, all right, looks like I'm going to SmackDown Friday. <laughs> show up on tu- show up on Tuesday night, see if there's someone from NXT down there. Take the NXT title from Dolph. <laughs> okay, son. Seth Rollins walked back in NXT. That's Seth Rollins. That's that's Seth Rollins' house. If he's walking into NXT and doing anything, he calling out Shawn Michaels. That's better than Cody. Well, in like, yeah, big picture, yeah, because there's it's, that's that's a huge match. But obviously, I, I doubt they. I, I'm pretty sure they want to build that one up a little bit. I could see him teasing it. I, I could see him showing up Tuesday. Yeah, and 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 no, and he calling out just somebody from and no, and then security comes. He's like, ah, oh, you know, and then and then Shawn Michaels is gonna probably be back there because he's part one of the people that's with security. And it's like, come on, stuff, get out of here. How and about you, could, old man? What you doing Sunday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I see that. Piece of you, shit. Yeah, your your friends retired. How about you? Come on, come on. You're in different taxes. Oh man, like I, I, I personally enjoyed the little story that Seth's been telling. Like he's been flipping yeah, it's been out. Funny. He's and it's and it's not like you know. And I hate the people online that are just ruining it. Just like, oh my god, it's the same thing every week. And and how do you not have nothing for Seth Rollins? I'm like, guys, they got something for Seth Rollins. Are y'all that stupid? Oh. <laughs> like, bro, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Like, it's 2022. <laughs> like, come on, man. Quit being an idiot. Yeah, like, oh. Better teach a man how to That's the quote of the day right there. <laughs> we call it, a, call it an end right there at the end of the episode. <laughs> man, that's such a great fucking clip. That it is. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that was great. Uh, it's been a good show. Yeah. Time oh. to find a little bite to eat. Yeah, I think I might have to do the same here. Uh, yeah, it's been a good show. Thank you all for joining us. We'll catch you all back Tuesday with uh, hopefully maybe some crazy news happens over the weekend and we can Maybe something in the sports world to happen. Maybe Baker Mayfield land somewhere. So how is it wrong? Which Gerv kind of apparently was almost right about his Miami Dolphin theory and Brady. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a little bit about that. Yeah, hey, I'm telling you, when you listen to We the Villains podcast, you're going to hear something, and then a few weeks later, you're going to hear something in the news. It's going to be like, they were just talking about something very similar to this. Exactly. It's it's what we do, man. It's in curve in curve we trust. But uh hey. Dude, that would be a great journalist thing for you. In curve we trust. It's good branding. 
Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It, well, I mean, it's actually is because it's less. We're, everybody's less religious now. Growing, going into the thing, so they'll all automatically think it's like against, uh, you know, religion. <laughs> so then they'll all hop onto it. Yeah. Hook, line, sink. But hey, good show. And everybody out there, thank you for listening. We the villains podcast. Sure, day scared. Teach a man how to squabble. Villain out. Villain <laughs> out.